It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Oh, 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 oh. wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Oh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, you had better get them up, get them going. Big and on a Wednesday, over the hump Wednesday, and a lot to do, a lot going on. Busy four hours of fun and conversation begin right now. Everybody getting paid around the sports world yesterday. Big contracts in the NFL, including one out of Cowboys camp. Also, the Cowboys are going to have a holdout, it looks like. NBA handing out big money, Major League Baseball. Speaking of baseball, the lead for the Rangers in the AL West down to a single game. Astros take game two of that series last night in a thriller. We'll get you details there. Astros go for the sweep tonight. We've got uh, prayers pouring in from around the uh, sports world for Bronny James, eldest son of LeBron James. Details in the latest update on him as well. Lionel Messi's incredible start to his MLS career continued last night in League's Cup play. And uh, the rest of your Sports Wednesday. Appreciate you being there. However you find us early and often. Early Bird always gets the worm. Whether you're on 104.9, could be 101.9 FM, AM 1260. And hopefully streaming. Hopefully you've got that Horn app downloaded and ready to go. It's always available to you. A touch of a button. You're listening to us live on your smartphone wherever you are. Also on your smart speaker at home and work. And always, Mr. Godbolt. Live, local, and digital at our website and on our Twitch channel at hornfm.com. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you very much for what you do. Please be careful out there. It's damn hot. Yeah, yeah breaking news. Wow. Breaking news. It is. Uh, Please go away, heat. I think it's 18 days in a row, uh, over 100 degrees uh, at the official degree reader at Camp Mabry in central Austin, 18 days in a row. Uh, and 19 is on its way, I believe, today. Truly and, driven uh, me to short shorts. <laughs> You're wearing your Daisy Dukes now? My goodness. Good Lord. And you were out trying to play golf in this yesterday, Yeah, I that was madness. That was mad. That really, really was. That was a 11.33 tee time, and it was, it was a steamer. I mean, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't sit on the back of the car at the end. Once again, just leave the golf shoes on and drive home. You didn't even change them. My, oh, no. Don't, I don't want to sit <laughs> get in the back. In the AC? I just want to get in the AC and How hot and was your car when you got into it? Uh, it was 113. <laughs> that is unsafe. That and is that's unsafe. And that was in the shade. Yeah. Well, fortunately, you found a shade spot. That's a good thing. Uh, that, that can give you a bit of a reprieve. But, yes, it was 2011. We had 27 days consecutively of, uh, of 100-degree plus heat. 
Um, you know, last year we had a 21-day stretch from July 16th through August 5th, so this is not unprecedented, but certainly uh, we're pushing. Well, my goodness, I have a home. I can't even imagine being on the street like this. This is where yeah, do you, you got mean, a place no, to go, right? Yeah, no kidding. It is uh, it is oppressive, obviously, and yeah, I hope everybody's uh, surviving and uh, helping those who who need the help right now because uh, we're on a pretty good streak of, uh, of hot temperatures, without a doubt. So we have a lot to do. It's a Wednesday edition of uh, B&A. Let's get you up over the hump. Let's start it as we do with the headlines uh, to get you caught up. UBO Business Services brings it to you Major League Baseball. Texas Rangers have been the leaders in the AL West uh, really since uh, April. And that lead over the Houston Astros in the AL West down to a single game now. And after the reigning champs down their Lone Star rivals last night, 4-3 to three at Minute Maid Park. Kyle Tucker and Martin Maldonado homered. The rookie right-hander J.P. France continued his solid work. He tossed seven innings, allowed just, a, just an unearned run. Astros were also the beneficiaries of an eighth-inning play at the plate where Rangers second baseman Marcus Simeon was originally called safe by the home plate umpire. And, and then when the call was overruled, Called an out by the league's video review office. That one was controversial. Houston has taken the first two games of that three-game set. They'll have a chance to sweep it tonight with their ace, Framber Valdez, on the mound. Texas counters with left-hander Andrew Heaney. That one set for a 7-10 first pitch. Also last night, Round Rock dropped the opener of their series in El Paso 5-2. Texas baseball news. Longhorn head coach David Pierce made his late, latest coaching staff shuffle official with the announcement that Troy Tulowitzki is indeed coming back to the program as its director of player development. Of course, spent three seasons with the Longhorns after retiring from a 13-year Major League Baseball career. Coach Pierce also officially announced he would be taking over the role as pitching coach. Steve Rodriguez, Philip Miller, and Caleb Longley are going to serve as full-time assistants. Miller returns to an on-field coaching role. Longley added the title of recruiting coordinator. Also yesterday, now former Longhorn Dylan Campbell waited till the final day but did agree to terms with the L.A. Dodgers on his first professional contract. Safe to say he was not the only big deal that got done around the sports world yesterday. In the NFL, Dallas Cowboys opened training camp with a splash out in Oxnard, California. Team announced it has signed their two-time Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs to a five-year contract extension worth $97 million. It includes $21.25 million in a signing bonus, over $43 million guaranteed. On the negative side for Dallas, as feared, all-pro guard Zach Martin did not report to the start of training camp, making it clear he'd like a new contract. Down the road in Los Angeles, Chargers and their quarterback Justin Herbert announced they have agreed to terms on a new five-year, $262.5 million contract extension that makes the 25-year-old the league's highest-paid player, at least until Joe Burrow gets his new deal in Cincinnati. That's the third big-time quarterback deal done this offseason. Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson also got new mega deals. In the NBA, speaking of mega deals, Boston Celtics and their young star Jalen Brown have agreed to the richest deal in that league's history. Five-year Supermax worth over $300 million. Also from basketball, prayers and well wishes pouring in for Bronny James, the eldest son of Lakers star LeBron James, after the 18-year-old suffered cardiac arrest on Monday during a routine practice at USC. Fortunately, the incoming freshman received immediate medical aid and is listed in stable condition at an area hospital this morning, according to the James family. In soccer, the incredible start to Lionel Messi's move to the MLS continued last night in his first start with the team. The legend scored two goals, added an assist to lead Inter-Miami to a 4-0 win over Atlanta United in a League's Cup match. Messi and Miami have swept through its group. They advance to the round of 32 in that League's Cup. Austin FC will play its second League's Cup match this Saturday night, facing FC Juarez at Q2 Stadium. That's a must-win if they're going to advance to the knockout round. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Wow, who didn't get paid yesterday? Who didn't get paid? Yes. Man. Did you get paid on the golf course? 
You uh, survived and no. made your payment. No, I got paid the night before at poker. Poker, and then you gave it back gave to it right the Texas back. cheaters oh, right there on the golf course. Just horrible. I did have a birdie, though. Ooh. What, I don't, what That's course, a, which course did you play yesterday? Uh, Lost Pines. Oh, right here. Oh. Not Lost Creek, Hyatt. Lost Pines. Hyatt Lost Hyatt. Pines. Oh, Bastrop, Texas. That's hot. That could Hyatt. be hot down hot on the Colorado River. Oh, yeah. Well, which birdie, which hole did you birdie? The par three down, straight down the hill. Ooh. In the back, nice. remember, I think it was number 11. Nicely done. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a nice hole. Is that the, I wanted this? to give me, yeah. I needed to give me, but that, they wouldn't give it to me. I did have to you go had ahead. Yeah, tap and it in. Ooh, it's tap, almost tap, a hole. Tap, tap, tap it in. Almost a, a Oh, yeah, ace. it was close. Yeah, it was there. Very nice. But Very nice. they said mark it and move back. Just Jerks. Please mark it and move out of the way. Well, uh, yeah, a lot of pay, payments going on, and I guess Ty's going to have to uh, pay up on his bet, whatever we bet yesterday, Rangers-Astros. Uh, Astros get the win last night, 4-3 to three and a good win. I'll be honest, I'm as a Ranger, as an Astros fan, I don't know how New York overruled that call at the plate. I don't. I know Ranger fans feel like they've gotten more screw jobs from New York than it's anybody ridiculous. in baseball. Uh, Marcus Simeon looks safe to me. Uh, now, you know, it was a bang-bang play at the plate. Jeremy Pena made a heck of a relay throw and showed off his rocket of an arm. And he made it close, but you know, to officially, to originally in the eighth inning, call that safe. Um, I did not see the video evidence that, that would allow you to overrule that right. uh, on the play. Uh, they did. It was a big, big assist to the Astros. The game obviously ended in a, in a one-run game because the Rangers scored two runs in the in the ninth inning on a home run. Um, so uh, I can see the frustration for Ranger fans. That was back-to-back nights. Well, the, the other one was phantom. The Ranger fans wanted to make up a play at the plate, but the Rangers have had a couple of those this year that have gone against them, and I think Bruce Bochy's got to be a little bit frustrated. Um, you know, the Astros aren't going to apologize for it. And, you know, Dusty Baker said we got some angels in New York, I guess, uh, because that would have been a, a run scored, and, you know, that also, that also put an out on the board. So it would have been runners on and just a, just a single out. That could have been a bigger inning, obviously. Uh, so the Astros, the beneficiary, have, get, have taken the run off the board and getting the out and stemming that rally and keeping their 4-1 to one lead at the time. Uh, Rangers made it 4-3 with two in the ninth, and uh, Astros are a single game back, and they're starting to assert themselves. They're about to get uh, uh, Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez back into their lineup. Uh, Jose Urquidy, their right-hander, handed starters, about to be back. Uh, so as Dusty Baker also said last night after the game, the Cavalry's coming, and they're right where they want to be, headed into uh, the end, end of July and into August, just a game back, and they can be even with a win tonight uh, with Framber Valdez taking the mound. But, yeah, controversy. I didn't. I, I missed the... Uh, I don't. I didn't see that. Sorry, sorry, New York. Don't know where that came from. Yeah, why would they do that? I don't know. Uh, and you know, Dusty Baker, you know, challenged it because he said, you know, it's eighth inning. We're not going to. You got to use your challenge if you can. That's take right. Take a chance. And I think uh, I'm cursed. What's that? I think I'm cursed. You? Yeah. Well, every team I'm a fan of yeah. this happens consistently. That's right. You got that window fixed. Yep. Thanks there to you the, go. Thanks to the good people at Ace Discount Glass. Ace Discount Glass. They did fix your window they yesterday. They got to you right away, which is cool. Yeah, they were listeners of the show and texted yesterday. said, bring it out to us. We'll, we'll get, you to, get you taken care of. And appreciate them at Ace Discount Glass and all of our great partners out there that uh, make it happen. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was curious to me. Uh, but in the end, Astros get the win. And, you know, scoreboard would tell you that the Rangers, the first series these two teams played, Rangers took two out of three. The Astros have really... You know, come back. They took three out of four from the Rangers in early July. Now they've taken the first two of this series. They're now six and three against the Rangers this year, and a win tonight obviously can make that seven and three and pull even with Texas atop the division. Uh, the other big storyline, as we've said all week, will be the the trade deadline, which is coming up Tuesday. Uh, what will happen? Both teams uh, expected to to make some moves here to solidify themselves. 
Uh, both teams have the uh, the look of playoff teams, but you know that division championship is uh, is going to be a dogfight all the way to the end. And uh, Astros are are coming. Uh, Rangers need to to make some moves as well. But yeah, that was a bad call. Bad call in my mind. Good call in Los Angeles for Justin Herbert. How about two sixty two? Two sixty two and a half. I mean, um, wow. Well, I mean, like you know, had to get in front of it before, you know, before Joe Burrow got to the. Jalen Hurts got his new deal in Philadelphia this offseason, and Lamar Jackson finally settled his his uh, feud with Baltimore and the Ravens, and they got that deal done. And this is the latest one. So yeah, Justin Herbert will be top of the mountain as far as highest paid player. Um, And yes, that'll be surpassed, you would think, by Joe Burrow. Uh, because or now close to it. Or close to it. I mean, it's not going to be a lot farther north. But, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow's already been to a Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, led his team there and um, has, has made himself the 1A quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes, most people believe, when you start doing quarterback rankings. And, uh, you know, Justin Herbert hasn't had much playoff success to this point. Or, you know, he's, he's got to find a way to, to, to dethrone Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at this point, but you know you can't. Got wonderful argue. numbers though. Yeah, and you can't argue with the the talent, the twenty five year old talent, oh, no. the arms, the arm strength. The the numbers are there, but um, you know Chargers need more wins out of him and, and that whole team. But uh, you know when, when Joe when Joe Burrow gets his new deal, it'll be more and more that uh, that Patrick Mahomes contract is a is an absolute steal um, because he's you know not even close to the highest paid player. He wants the rings. He wants the rings. You know he said that when he did it. And remember, that was a 12-year, splashy, $500 million deal or whatever was announced. But Yeah, and that dude ain't Poe, so no, he's don't doing worry good. about it. He's doing all right. He's also doing all the commercials, and um, he's done a lot of endorsements. And But you wonder, when all these deals are done, if Lee Steinberg, his agent, rings up their Chiefs and says, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's bump it up just a little bit. Oh, if, they win, if they come back and win a back-to-back Super Bowl, that that's automatic. Yeah. But that's going to happen. Yeah, in April of 2020, Mahomes signed a 10-year Four hundred and seventy-seven million dollar extension and had twenty-six million in bonuses, but even at the time, you you kind of saw some some parts of that deal that was going to make it cap friendly for the team, allow them. And as Patrick Mahomes said, you know, rings are more important than uh, being the highest paid player, uh, and he wants to be able to keep this team together. Look, he's got a guy in Chris Jones on his own team, the the war daddy of the defensive tackle who wants wants more money. They got to deal with that right now. You know, Patrick Mahomes knows knows very well they need that guy uh, up front oh, on the yeah. defensive side if they're going to have a chance to get back and repeat. As uh, champions, um, but you know he's he's up there, but he's not. You know he's behind. He's behind several people now, even at his position, not just across the league. And there is no dispute of who the best player uh, and who the best quarterback is. But that's just how it goes. I mean, Joe Burrow will get a big deal. You wonder in Cincinnati because you know the Brown family has always been seen as cheap. And one of the I read a story this week about uh, Mike Brown that there's. The, the the owner is already kind of hedging on the commitment to, to trying to trying to you know sign this whole cast and keep this group together. Um, you know, you wonder if you're Joe Burrow, are you fighting for not only that, but hey, look, man, I need Jamar Chase locked up. Oh yeah, uh, we need uh, T Higgins because that's going to be the question. Can they keep both? And that's that's doubtful. And I'm not going to put pin this on the owner, who's who Mike Brown has always been seen as kind of a cheap owner in in the NFL in the landscape of the NFL. One of those old school family business owners, you know, in the league. Um, but you know, most 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 uh, league execs look at that that Bengals team with Jamar Chase and T Higgins and think they have two number one receivers, right? Uh, so, but you're you really in it, with a salary cap, you can't afford to sign both receivers. No, because you're always going to have to take care of, with that quarterback. You're going to have to take care of that offensive line. So you're probably going to have to pick one. Yeah, and the other will be let free, and uh, T Higgins will become available at some point. Uh, and maybe you trade them, um, you know, after the season or something to, 
you know, get something for him. But uh, I don't know if you can afford to because you've also got Joe Mixon at running back. And as you said, you've got to protect Joe Burrow. He's been banged around. Um, That's always going to be your number one thing. If you're going to pay that quarterback that money, you, have you better to. protect him. You have to. Um, so in Dallas, the Cowboys get Trayvon Diggs. And look, you, you see right now why Zach Martin is holding out right now. Zach Martin is a 32-year-old. He and his agent, I'm sure, have talked and said, look, um, you better get in front of this because you're underpaid at 32 going into what you hope is another all-pro season, but they need to sign. Yeah, for sure, because if he had a great year, he wasn't going to get more money the following year. Well, They're going to just say, hey, listen, we, we, we've – Well, I think what I'm saying is Zach Martin needs to make himself a priority right now. Absolutely. Because they've got to re-sign – Trayvon Diggs, what they just did yesterday. They've got to re-sign Micah Parsons. They've got to re-sign C.D. Lamb. All those guys are due contracts in the coming 12 to 18 months. And they know the pressure that's on Dak Prescott to get it done. And Zach Martin is saying, if I don't get my uh, my bump now, there may not be enough to get, to get me. No. So I'm going to make myself a priority. You know, Zach Martin has never been anything but a total team guy, a uh, total you know, all-pro uh, rock on their offensive line, but yeah, you it know, didn't seem like Jerry and those guys even blinked for dig. I mean, they didn't even blink. Well, yeah. Well, the two hours before the deal was announced, they were talking, and we'll hear some sound from the press conference yesterday. How important it is to lock up their core players, so to draft well, and then secure those players for the future. And uh, Trayvon Diggs is just you know a part of that. But Zach Martin is at thirty-two. The aging aging Hall of Famer says, "Wait a second. You know, don't forget about me. While you're signing all these young players to big bucks, let's get me back where I need to be. And I think he's going to hold out if he does, because he knows that his agent and he have talked. And uh, you know, Micah Parsons is going to be they're going to be backing up the Brinks truck in Dallas to oh, keep all these sure. young guys. And Zach Martin wants to get ahead of that to make sure he's getting his uh, before it's too late. By the um, way, and plus that just gives him weeks of weeks of rest, and that's probably good too. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stephen Jones, hey, just you know, get off your feet. Uh, get out here when you can. We'll get that deal done and get you up to yep, where you need to be. Because sure. uh, as we said, he's he is well he is woefully underpaid as far as right you know interior linemen go in this league comparative to how how good he is and how important he is to the Dallas Football Cowboys. So uh, that is underway. Zach Martin not there. Uh, Travion uh, uh, Diggs is signed to a five year deal, the first of several new contracts. And in the end, if you're going to sign all these guys, Buck, you just said it with Dak Prescott, you got to go win some. Yeah, you do in a wide open NFC. That um, and, you know, and Martin knows the pressure that's on Dak, Dak and that offense to get it done. So he's too valuable. Too valuable. Yep. And um, I'll just miss some time. I'll miss a couple of weeks of training camp. I'll be just fine. But get me where I need to be. Yeah. And give um, me that cash. This start, is my this is my last big one. Right hand here. Up all the all that cash to the kids. Take care of your yeah. your Hall of Famer over here. I think they will do that. But um, you know, we've talked a lot, and we will talk a lot. How open the NFC is. How available. I know the Niners are really good. The Eagles are really good. But Cowboys roster pretty good. I mean, it's it's right there, and you know each of the last two years they've been in that playoff game with the 49ers and a winnable game, and it hasn't happened. Uh, at some point, if you're going to achieve your goals, you got to get over the hump and get through the Niners, and you know even in your own division, the Philadelphia Eagles, and now you've got some rising other teams in the NFC with Detroit. What are they going to be? Uh, the Giants in your own division were in the playoffs last year. They've got Saquon Barkley in camp and ready to go now. Minnesota, of course, and then, you know, Seattle. What's Seattle going to be uh, with, the, you know, the, the re-signing of Geno Smith? Two back-to-back really good drafts in Seattle. They feel like they're ready to make a run here in the NFC. I think in the NFC South, Buck, it's the Saints that you're going to have to deal with, at least, you know, from that division. Somebody's got to win that division. Saints look like the best team with Derek Carr in place now. But, um, yeah, it's wide open. Uh, and it's 
I'll just say this. You'd rather be competing to get to the Super Bowl from the NFC right now than the AFC. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's a much easier path. It's not easy, but it certainly is easier than what you're dealing with in the American Football Conference with uh, all the stud quarterbacks and um, you know all, all the uh, the great players over there. Uh, but that's where we are as we start camps around the NFL, counting down the days to the start of that season. Also, uh, what the Hall of Fame game coming up next week. Just uh, like that. In Canton, Ohio, you'll have the uh, Browns and Jets with Aaron Rodgers. And uh, here we go, NFL season, uh, fast approaching. We've also got uh, college football coming your way. We'll talk some cow- Longhorn football as the Longhorns will go to camp next uh, next Tuesday, August 2nd. They're going to begin with their first practices. We'll begin the previews of that as well as we crank it up. But uh, how about Lionel Messi, Buck? Yeah, what a start. <laughs> this dude's really good. I mean, it's Dude not a surprise to them when you see it. You're yeah. like, well, this guy's playing. It's like the varsity playing with the JV. Oh, yeah. And this guy's used to playing against the best players in the yeah, Premier his, League. His timing and his passing and his skills are just... It's its its a, it's a knock on the MLS, but it's a reality of the MLS. It's like its like a, you know the best player in the NFL going down to play in the XFL. And he's going to have his way with these players. He's just so much better than everybody. Um, I mean, I just watched that, and I, I just remember watching my kids grow up playing soccer and watching my son and playing for the Austin Capitals and my daughter's playing... And then when I went off to see my son play at University of Maryland at that level, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is way, way different than what I've been watching this kid grow up and, you know, and, and watch these kids play. And now to watch this, this great, great player, maybe the best ever do it, it it's, it's just amazing. 4-0. I mean, this, again, this is the worst team in the MLS as he's gotten there. They won their first game. And this is – they're not playing MLS teams here. I get that. They're playing League's Cup teams, teams from, um, you know, in this, in this tournament – but this, you know, the team they beat last night was all Atlanta United. Uh, so, and was the things this do, these dudes do with their feet, like they have the ball underneath their hand and putting it in mm-hmm. spots where they want to put it. Well, remember he brought his Dropping teammate with him too. Uh, oh yeah. So those two hooked up last night on a couple uh, of these goals. So uh, Messi making his mark. Austin FC back on the pitch on Saturday night. Uh, they need to win that game if they are going to advance in the. Uh, in the League's Cup Tournament, which is the first of its kind. What do we make real quick, and then we'll get to our first time out as we just get warmed up here on a Wednesday, of uh, the Celtics. Jalen Brown, you knew it was coming. Yes. It's one of those. You can't let him go. No, you have to do it. two young stars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And, you know, when he made second-team All-NBA this year, he then qualified for that Supermax deal. Super-duper. And Supermax simply means an extra year. So what what was going to be a five year deal can be a six year deal, right? And you know this is what takes it up over three hundred million dollars for Jalen Brown. And the supermax deal is only available to to the one team, the home team. It was a rule put in place by the league to try to keep the stars, you know, on the teams that drafted them. Uh, let those teams have a, have an advantage over the rest of the league. Uh, they can offer the supermax deal, and no one can. But you can sign a player buck to the supermax deal and then trade him. And that's going to be the question. Uh, you know, I don't know that they're going to trade Jalen Brown, but there's been talk of splitting up that dynamic duo because it hasn't, you know, gotten it done just yet. There's also the argument that come on, they're they're 25 and you know, 24 and 25 years old. Their time will come here with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, just hasn't gotten there just yet. Don't 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 break that up. Same time, they're seen as maybe not complementary pieces together, and that if you could acquire Dame Lillard to put with Jason Tatum, you know, if Boston got into the Dame Lillard. Sold. You, you know, would would Portland take that? Probably. Sold in the city of Portland. Boston would be sold on that, too. Right. And now all of a sudden, if you're Boston, you have Dame Lillard with, with still some years in his Hall of Fame career with Jason Tatum, with, you know, Christoph Porzingis is now there with the, the rest of that roster. 
Uh, that's going to be interesting. Ty, what's your thought on uh, Jalen Brown? Is he there for the long haul in Boston? Or is this a sign him so then you can move him now? Because you had to sign him. Uh, you had to get a deal done with your, your, your young player. But now do you think he's long-term in Boston? I think he'll, he'll at least play out this next season. Okay. Or try it one more year with the additions, the you know shaking up the roster a little bit. I, I, I think Porzingis. Yeah, the idea is to keep your main two guys together in Tatum and Brown. So I, I wouldn't expect him to be moved this year um, unless it, 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 all the additions they've made have completely fail. Um, but yeah, you had to lock them down. You didn't really have a choice. There it is. All right. So that's uh, those are all your top stories. We'll talk your thoughts. Did the Rangers get hosed last night in the eighth inning by New York? Uh, I know Ranger yes. fans certainly think they did. Astros are happy to have uh, have the win. Uh, and then they, they got the great uh, – J.P. France pitched a great game last night. Young guy who's really coming and giving that rotation a jolt uh, coming up from AAA. Uh, we'll talk baseball. We'll talk Longhorn baseball with David Pierce making the coaching shuffle official. We'll also get into more NFL news as we crew move forward. Cowboys getting the, getting the deal done with Trayvon Diggs. All part of a busy Wednesday. Uh, just getting warmed up here on BNA. Appreciate you being there on 1049, 1019, AM 1260, streaming on the Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com. It's Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, happy birthday to one uh, Michael Philip Jagger. 80 years young today. 80 years young today. Mick Jagger. Rock and roll music and music in general. We're happy that uh, Mick Jagger met a classmate early in his life named uh, Keith Richards. Keith Richards. And Let's roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty incredible. Uh, but, yes, 80 years old today and still going. Uh, pretty incredible. Uh, Mick Jagger, 80 years old, uh, born this day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. July 26th, 1943. Uh, happy birthday, Mick. We'll play some uh, Rolling Stones throughout the morning as we get you up over the hump on this Wednesday. Talking Cowboys and training camp, we'll hear from uh, Jerry Jones and uh, also Mike McCarthy. They had their opening camp press conference and shortly after announced the signing of Trayvon Diggs to a new five-year contract. They do have the Zach Martin deal to mess with here. Uh, he did not report to training camp as feared. Also, Buck, a pretty big development in the NFC yesterday with the 49ers saying that uh, Brock Purdy, their quarterback, is cleared uh, and ready to go. Uh, remember, hurt himself, got uh, you know hit on the arm, making a throw in the game against the Eagles in the NFC playoffs last year. Uh, had that had that uh, UCL surgery on his elbow. I thought he didn't have surgery. Uh, no, he, he underwent the procedure. He did? Oh, yeah. Um, I've had that same injury. It's, it's a weird one. Yeah, according to John Lynch, their general manager, Brock Purdy is cleared and ready to go. He's going to be without restrictions. He is practicing. And Lynch says that Purdy will be the QB one going into camp. So in the end, yeah, it sounds like he and the quarterback coach are throwing together. That's that's about all he's. They're going to let him do for a while. They'll put him under a pitch count. Uh, he won't practice day one, and right. he'll have some, as you said, some scheduled pitch count time off. Uh, he'll never throw three days in a row. But 
you know, they're going to ramp him up, and they plan to have him ready to start the season. And obviously, if you get the Brock Purdy that you got for the last couple of months of last year, uh, Niners are absolutely a formidable force in the NFC because that was the big question all offseason. How healthy could it be? How, how right could that elbow be? And we'll, we'll monitor it. But if he's healthy, you have he and Trey Lance. Because remember, they could still use Trey Lance as kind of a red zone weapon. Um, or you can't get rid of him anyway because no. you've you got to have an insurance policy for, for Brock Purdy with that elbow. Well, knowing Kyle Shanahan and his brain, I mean, you know, you have Brock Purdy as your you know, your point guard at quarterback, distributing to Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and all Brandon Ayuk and all these weapons behind this really good offensive line. Uh, but you 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 don't just leave Trey Lance on the bench. You can use him, right? You can utilize him in red zone situations. Um, you no know, reason not to be creative with a, a player of his talent. But end of the day, your best quarterback, um, you moving your team and scoring points is going to be Brock Purdy. Uh, but I think you have an opportunity to use both of those guys. Their question in San Francisco is going to be getting Nick Boza uh, under contract. He is not there. John Lynch said yesterday they didn't expect to have Nick Boza. They've been in contact. You know, They've had great conversations with the agent. This is not uh, acrimonious. Uh, but Nick Boza at some point in this training camp is going to receive the highest yeah, paid. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to be any place but there. Well, he's going to become the highest paid defensive player ever. Uh, that will be eclipsed eventually by Micah Parsons in Dallas, but at least for now, Nick Bose is going to get that deal. They know it, and he's, uh, John Lynch was very positive that we'll, we'll yeah, get something Jerry, done. Yeah, Jerry and Steven are going to have to save up those nickels and dimes and quarters and stuff for Micah when he's ready to go. And that Ooh. will be what? He, he has another year after this still before he can even start talking? Uh Michael, oh, they're talking. I mean, you can you can resign at any point. No, no, you can't. You, you, after this year, he can start. He can is that what it is? Third year, year, third year. After going? a third year, you yeah. can you can ink a okay. deal, a long term deal. Yeah, that's the that's part of that rookie rookie slotting and rookie rookie contracts. After this year, Micah can get a bang. You know, the, the monster deal, which they will like. Does the do. money go up, or does he have to still finish out his fourth and fifth year? And uh, then most most people starts? most most players finish it out. Because guaranteed money, uh, and they you know, like like Patrick Mahomes when they Patrick Mahomes that twelve year ten year mm-hmm. deal, it was really a twelve year deal because he began with the final two years of his rookie deal, and they and put he, that that was at that was yes. this is what you got. But to you do. get that signing bonus immediately. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, you get the you get the the big check up front. You play, but then you play the next two seasons on the, that that rookie deal, and your new contract will pick up. You know, after five after year five. Uh, but you've already got that yeah, huge Herbert's bonus deal. He's got a if you get hurt, injured deal in there that's like ridiculous. Isn't he money. getting a hundred million dollars in 90, one year? I think ninety three or some weird number. Twenty twenty five or something. Oh, how does that? How is that going to work? What's Isn't that? Him getting like ninety to a hundred million dollars in one in one year. Well, the salary cap's about to go up again, by the way. Oh, yeah, they're about to get paid anyway, yeah. The TV money's about to go, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Uh, and all this streaming money that's going to come yeah. in. Uh, this is the year where YouTube comes in and, and takes the package, the Sunday ticket. Uh, that, that, you know, that's a bigger bump. Obviously, you know, uh, Amazon Prime has come in and, and thrown a boatload of money on top to stream the Thursday night game. Uh, there are more and more revenue streams coming in, and that'll just raise the cap. And, and they're placing all these games in Europe. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know the, 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 when it was a ten billion dollar industry, the stated goal from Roger Goodell is to be a twenty billion dollar industry, and they're on their way. And you know, and major league players or NFL players, you know, that league is seen as as having, and it is they have the least guaranteed money of any of the major American sports, right? I mean, baseball players sign you know bigger contracts, NBA players sign bigger guaranteed contracts than NFL players, but there are more players on a roster, right? There, there's oh yeah, fifty three sixty players total on each team. Where in basketball you've got you know twelve to fifteen players, 
but the, you know they, they split the money evenly. It's a 50-50 split of revenue, league revenue. That's what the collective bargaining agreement would say. So it, as the revenues go up, the pot of money for the players goes up, which then raises the, the salary cap. Which means the, the number threshold. of players should go up. But the, yeah. the owners don't want to hear me talking and saying that kind of stuff. What? I mean, another person i got to pay? Yeah. Oh, no, well, let's, let's leave let's it right expand here. expand that roster. From, yeah. Yeah, I still think it's pretty silly that you have a Sunday game day roster of 45 players or 46 players or whatever it is. Um, and then you got to deal with a playoff game where you didn't have another quarterback after Brock Purdy got hurt and then his backup got hurt and you had to – you know, they could expand that a little bit, but um, you know that's, that's what another mouth to feed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Uh, about this, Buck? Did you know that uh, in September of 1950, it's the year my father was born. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger first met as as classmates at Wentworth Primary School in Dartford. Uh, they would have been seven years old. Playing marbles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, think about the music Chasing that those tails. two dudes have made. And uh, they met when they were seven years old at a prep school and uh, primary school in Dartford, England. And uh, pretty amazing. That's uh, Mick Jagger on his birthday. We've got that story. We'll also get you coming up. We've got Arch Manning inking his first NIL deal. That's official. Uh, but it's all going to charity. We'll get you the details on Arch Manning, the Longhorn third-string quarterback. Remember when he came in, he said he's had an agreement with his grandpa, uh, Archie, that he won't you know, sign NIL deals until he's, a, he's you know, playing games and, and on the field playing at Texas. Uh, but this one will be a charitable deal, which we'll tell you about. Also, we uh, get back into some college football news that's coming. Gee, Jim Harbaugh. And the, 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 and, and the Jim Harbaugh story is interesting, too. Uh, out there at Michigan. But how about uh, the, the prayers pouring in for Bronny James? And this is every parent's worst nightmare. Um, you know, Bronny James, 18 years old, um, pretty highly recruited player at USC, going through a routine practice, collapses and uh, suffers, um, you know, cardiac arrest. Um, again, every every parent parent's worst nightmare to get that phone call. Uh, fortunately, he's going to be okay. And they had, uh, you know, the the... the, the devices they needed on, on hand to revive him. Um, but, man, that is that's a scary piece of news um, coming from USC. But great to hear that Bronny James is, is going to be okay uh, out there at, in, in Southern California. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's great, for, it's great for his family. It's great for the kids. It's great for the university. And it just shows you, I mean, how delicate it is, how sensitive things are. I mean, I'm, how many physicals do you think that dude has gone through? And right. how many how many games of basketball he's played, and then all of a sudden – your ticker just maybe misses a beat, and there it goes. You know, those are just I mean, you got to keep your eye out constantly on this kind of stuff. And and it doesn't matter whether you're an athlete, if you're a cheerleader, you're in the band, you need to have that ticker checked out. You know, I mean, I I don't I don't know if they do that. You know, I don't know if you know as and Ty, you know, you see kids out there in the band, out there in the parking lot, just going through all the things that they go through. Forget about the heat; they're just going to do that part of it. But some of the other things these kids have too. Yeah. Got to get them all checked out. A lot of weird stuff happening. Yeah. Well, that's the second straight year that the, uh, the USC has dealt with this. Last year they had a young center, Vincent Uwuchiku, uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of the top incoming freshmen in college basketball last season. He suffered cardiac arrest in July of 2022. So last summer he was hospitalized for a few days. He returned to play for USC and appeared in 14 games. Well, you hope they're saying this is going to be the same. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and you say, well, why is USC practicing? Well, it's interesting because – Bronny James and the USC team was set to begin overseas. The U.S. men's basketball, the USC men's basketball team was going to leave next week for an exhibition tour in Croatia and Greece. 
And so they were granted, you know, 10 extra days to practice to get ready for that. That's why he was there in, in, on the floor entering his freshman year, ranked as the 20th top top 20 player in the ESPN 100 ranking, rankings. Um, well, you know, it's now in, in – probably not going to make that trip to Cro- Greece and Croatia if you uh, – you know, just to, for for the idea of safety, but uh, uh, thank goodness, thank goodness, and uh, I know there'll be p- political things talked about with that whole deal. But you know, cardiac arrest has, has been an issue, been the leading cause of of death for you know young people for a long, long time. Uh, we've seen this before, but uh, let's just for young people. Oh yeah, well around the sports world, mm-hmm. we've seen it, and I know everybody gets into the COVID thing and the the, the look that's. The, the main thing is the guy's okay, the young guy's okay, and he's going to be – they did the right thing, got him defibrillated. And, they have everything right there. And with DeMar Hammond playing now, I mean, you'd have to assume that he'll probably play again. We don't know the severity of what happened. but yeah, Cardiac arrest happens when the heart suddenly or unexpectedly stops beating. Uh, and it's, you know, it beats, and it's a miracle when you wake up every day, as you say, Buck, and it's, it's on rhythm and it's beating and everything's good. But uh, um, obviously if, if something gets, gets disrupted, in the DeMar Hamlin case, it was a – a, a blow he received from a helmet right to his chest and right at the right time and, um, you know, sent it off rhythm and off beat. And um, obviously we all saw what happened. But, you know, when the, when that, you know, heart stops, then blood flow to the brain and other vital organ stops and you have to get it back revived and going uh, to save a person's life. And that happened for Bronny James yesterday. And then he was taken to the hospital where he looks like he's going to be okay. It uh, was interesting to see the Bills safety, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin, who has returned to his football career and is you know, at training camp with the Buffalo Bills. He had a tweet last night that said, prayers to Bronny and the James family. Um, prayers for you guys, just like you've been for here for my through my entire process. So DeMar Hamlin rooting for Bronny James, and we certainly are too. Uh, that was a, a strange story. Uh, that came down yesterday, and we're glad to hear it looks like it's going to end up in a good place. Uh, so those are your, your conversations of the morning. We will uh, uh, take your Mick Jagger memories. If, you, if you've seen the Rolling Stones in concert, give us your memory. I got to see him last year. Well, gosh, it was two Novembers ago now. Mm-hmm. So it was about a year and a half ago out at Dakota. Uh, I told you I hurt, hurt my leg that night. So that was that's a, that's the memory that sticks in my head that I On tore, the walk? tore a tendon in my 10-mile walk from the <laughs> parking we had. Uh, but uh, either way... It was one hell of a show. Uh, through the pain of my foot, it was uh, it was quite the show, and the spectacle. We'll take your. Uh, have you ever seen the Rolling Stones in concert? I have. You have when they were here. Ooh, uh, Zilker Park. Zilker Park. Yes. Yeah, they played Zilker Park the one time, which was quite incredible. Uh, so we'll take your your Rolling Stone Mitch Jagger memories. Also, Arch Manning's new NIL deal and some more BID facts of the day in our coaches' corner next hour. We will get into that Jim Harbaugh situation. He's negotiating with the NCAA. Looks like a four-game suspension is coming down for the. Uh, the head of Big Blue. Come on uh, now. Details on that. And, yeah, the, the inconsistency of the NCAA continues. Uh, but it looks like they're going to drop a pretty good hammer on the uh, Michigan head coach. We'll get to that as well. It's a busy Wednesday here on BNE. It's Bucky and Aaron. BNE on a Wednesday. Just the facts, ma'am. And this one says, E, take care of those feet and tendons. You'll need them to walk to Dallas. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. Um, gosh, it's been 24 years now since I made that declaration and promise. haven't had to walk to Dallas just yet, but uh, what if I needed to? Uh, that would mean the Dallas Cowboys winning the Super Bowl uh, while Jerry Jones is still the general manager. Uh, some other B&E facts of the day. Well, we've got the Astros just a game back of the Rangers now in the AL West. We'll reset that thriller last night and the controversial play at the plate in the eighth inning, which uh, went the Astros' way, surprisingly to me, as an Astros fan, too. 
Uh, it certainly was a big play in that ball game. Also, from the facts, Buck, do you realize that the uh, the the Astros are a big story in baseball right now? But the uh, Baltimore Orioles in the American League East, the longtime lowly Baltimore Orioles, are coming strong. How about how about the Orioles? Sixty-two and thirty-eight now. They have a six-twenty win percentage. Game and a half up on on Tampa. Nine games up on your last place, New York Yankees. Yeah, good job, Yankees last night. And they lost to Verlander in the Mets. Verlander, nine to three. Pete Alonso. Come on, Sal. What are you doing? I watched that game. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso with two dingers, huh? Yeah, Bombs. That's the Orioles' best record through 100 games since uh, 1997. Uh, also, facts of the day. How about Justin Herbert, Buck? He gets the big deal yesterday. You realize in the first calendar year of uh, his deal, he's going to make $100 million. That's a new NFL record, to make $100 mil. Uh, and here's why. Of course, he hasn't won you know, significant playoff success yet, but in his first three seasons... Uh, Justin Herbert has thrown for 14,089 yards. That is uh, you know, the most uh, of any quarterback in NFL history. And his 94 touchdown passes over his first three years are the second most, trailing only Dan Marina. So the numbers are there, but when are the wins going to come? Well, just think if his receivers could ever stay healthy. Yeah, that's a good point. When I was you imagine Kellen what they Moore. can do? Yeah, now Kellen Moore is there. Yeah, that's right. Kellen Moore and kicked to the curb by the Cowboys. Kick to the curve, Ty. How's that sound? That just kicked him to the curve. He needed to move on. He did, did he? He did a good job. For what his else? for his career. Also in uh, in soccer, Atlanta United is the 100th different opponent in which Lionel Messi has scored a goal against in his career. They're instantly the best team. Yeah, he's had his foot in there, everybody's you-know-what, for a long they time. They went from the worst team to the best team just because of him. He needed 58 minutes to score three goals for that team. Did you watching those highlights, Bucky? I did. Did I not tell you it's – he can do whatever he wants at any time. He's playing with kids now. <laughs> I mean, he's so much better than the, tip, the, the level of play that he's playing at. And, that, yeah, they're immediately – They'll all have to pick up their pace, that's for sure. And he'll make them all better, too. That's the oh, other for part. for sure. Now, if they, if they can anticipate things like he does. But the other big story from soccer, and I still have not heard official word on this, but the, this dude, Killian Mbappe, he's going to take the money, right? I don't, well, PSG accepted the, like, $300 million transfer fee. So he is – look, I, I don't know how – if you're killing Mbappe, remember we, we talked about the Saudis trying to buy Lionel Messi before he decided to go to Inter Miami and join the MLS, and they offered him you know 1.6 billion over four years, and you know that would be impossible to turn down for most anybody. But Lionel Messi's 36 years old. Killian Mbappe is 24. He's going to have an opportunity to make 775 million dollars tax-free for one year, and then go wherever he wants. Go wherever he wants. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to worry about money ever again. Your grandkids, the grandkids wouldn't oh, have to ever yeah, worry not about just money. You, I know, but yeah, but your just generations from, from of terms families. of like where you'd want to play. Like he can play, and not not that he ever would, but he could come play in Miami and enter Miami sure, with Messi sure. and pay for a dollar a year. Well, yeah, to make oh, yeah. to make just to play, yeah, to make that, and that's tax free dollars um, that he will make. There's no income tax in Saudi Arabia. Don't miss a goal. You'll lose a leg. Ooh, well, yeah, you know, but, got the morals, but, but, but think about that at 24 years old, you're about to take, make, you have a chance to make for one year more money than LeBron James has made playing NBA basketball in his 20 years. Uh, and you get that in one year and then you're 25 and as Ty just said, you can go play anywhere. Go and play for that's, anybody. That's on top of all, all the advertising deals he already has. I know. I mean, it's a you know what a set for life deal and a deal you can't turn down, no matter the political ramifications. You just have to. Uh, same time, you know, as you said, you're playing in a in a play. Oh, that, you missed that goal. You did. <laughs> you missed that goal. Uh, but the other, yeah, you know, the other part Except of that for is, him, that dude doesn't miss very many. Look, the Saudis are trying to use sports to soften their image and you know, sports wash you know their misdeeds of the past and. 
you know, if Kylian Mbappe is there, they're going to be wanting him to tweet things and put things ni- out nice about the country oh, yeah. and things like that. Let's play nice. Yeah, that, I'd watch the, that dude torch those fools. Give <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean, it's just I I haven't watched any MLS this year purely because of the Apple TV. You know, it's just it's hard to watch. But I feel like in the past two weeks since Messi has been been here, like it just being able to watch him crush people <laughs> is entertaining. And it would be the same thing out there with Mbappe. It's like a video game of some kind. Okay, so Arch Manning, the Texas uh, third-string quarterback at this point, has announced that he's agreed to an exclusive partnership with Panini America. It's a collectibles company. Uh, The freshman quarterback's uh, first publicly known name, image, and likeness agreement since entering college. It's a multi-year agreement. Financial details not disclosed. Uh, But the proceeds from auctioning Manning's first Panini trading card will be directed to the Central Texas Children's Nonprofits or two Central Texas Children's Nonprofits, according to the company. Uh, the five-star prospect from Isidore Newman in New Orleans, uh, of course, is, is you know trying to earn his way at Texas. Uh, in April, Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian said Manning had accepted zero money from the NIL to this point, that his grandfather, the Hall of Fame quarterback Archie Manning, had indicated Arch can only accept money through NIL avenues once he becomes a starter. But this is an opportunity to make some money to give to charity. So I guess there's a loophole. I've given that company way too much money. So tell us about that. I don't do the collectibles thing. Panini it's, is it's sports they're the cards. real deal. That's the bit. That's the best. It's the big the best, one. Huh? Them and Tops are the yeah. are the two most reputable uh, trading card distributors. But yeah, I I had to sell all my cards recently because I one was broke, but two it it's a money pit. And and Panini, I mean, this is good on them for, and good on Arch for all this money going to charity. But they are very well known for just having screwing their customers over all the time. From quality control standpoints and stuff like that, Panini America. So he's in, and that what is it? His first trading card is out. The bid for Garch's first card is currently sixty thousand two fifty. I thought it was six hundred thousand. Oh, is that what that said? Well, no. Well, that, is it? CB wrote that as a text message six zero two five zero K. Okay, so sixty thousand yeah, so a, far. It's a like a one of one black chrome refractor. Well, that's right. Signed. If you project Arch Manning to be you know fall in line down the road in his future is a path like his uncle's, uh, then that card's going to be worth a lot of money. I don't think that um, I don't think that it's licensed, though. So it, it will be him in, like, a Texas color, probably a white uniform, but with no logos. Because I think Topps owns Topps. The can, rights to the they, logo? They, yeah, so Topps does, like, Bowman University, which is all college players in their uniforms. It's pretty cool. It's new this year. But, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'll probably get back in the trading card game one day when I'm, you know. We'll see where the bid goes, but Arch says, or at least the company says, that all the proceeds, whatever it sells for, will go if you to keep nonprofits. Making these bets against the Astros. <laughs> what? So, what do I have to take you to Oppenheimer now this weekend? <laughs> I don't want to get. I'll take my date night. <laughs> I'll send you we'll, fifteen we'll bucks for up. a ticket. We'll settle up. Uh, but you know, the Astros not only won the game; they've won the series now and have a chance to sweep tonight. We'll get a preview of that game. Here coming up as we get uh, this guy says he, with the money Mbappe could make he could own Inter Miami with that kind of I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean he's already made a ton of money playing soccer and now you're going to give him close to a billion dollars in one year tax free. He can turn and buy a franchise if he wants to. He can. I mean it's one of those things you 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 have to do it. <laughs> it's just and I know we've had the political debates of Saudi money and whatnot, but look if they're going to offer it to you for one year and then you're clear. Yeah, everybody's still watching golf. That conversation went away pretty quick. Well, there's still the uh, again. I we've had our debates on that um, and where they're going. I still wish they had stayed and, and fought against it. But either way, that's the way it went down. And now, yep, uh, the Saudis have what they want, which is control of golf. 
and control of the PGA Tour. And the, and the commissioner golf. is feeling better, so he's back now, right? Yeah. The PGA commissioner is back after his brief illness or whatever. Well, that'll be the you know they're the, the final. The majors are all in the books, and Brian Harmon is your final major winner. But you got the FedEx Cup coming, and then you oh, got yeah. the Ryder Cup, and then you know the New Deal if it is approved, and it looks like it will be, it kicks in, and then the question is, does Jay Monahan do they shut down the Live Tour and bring everybody back, and or is there an arrangement? That's that's the next big piece of drama in that story. Ryder Cup will be nasty. Yeah, it will I got be. a feeling that'll be ugly. It will be. All right, we'll be back. We'll hit the headlines. Astros, a game back now in the AL West. So Messi continues to dazzle, and the Cowboys get it done with one of their young superstars right on the first day of training camp. We'll get you details coming next here on B&E.